Greetings, greetings. This is um, Israel Cleon McLeod here at Patterson Park. The other day I came here to sit down and there was a branch that fell right in front of me, like a small, tiny branch. And it had three green leaves. Three green leaves that fell right in front of me. And they were ripe. Ripe and bright. And... Um, and I sat down and said, wow, what are you trying to say, God? Because God speaks to people in many different ways, many areas, in many ways. It's up to you to identify and define how is He speaking to you. Whether it be in your circumstance, whether it be in your situation, whether it be in no, no talking at all. God does not have to be audible to speak to you. He can speak to you without even talking. Anywho, the um, three green leaves are a representation of prosperity. The, the three green leaves are a representation of prosperity. Right in front of me, the green leaves fell in front. As I'm sitting down, right before about five inches away, from my feet three green leaves um, green leaf once again is a representation of prosperity growth and increase and three of them fell in front of me and I just had to share this with you guys to so have faith and confidence in God don't ever stop believing in Him of obedience is prosperity so whatever God has instructed you to do or given you to do or has assigned you to do it stay on course with your assignment and what he's instructed you to do and prosperity will flow all right you guys have yourself a wonderful day welcome back Welcome back. This is Izzo Cleon Andre Macau. Welcome back to my podcast. Prosperity is a result of obedience. Um, giving to God. God is the deliverer. God is the curse breaker. God is the one to bless you, to protect you, to bring favor unto you, to extend your life. God is the one to give your life in salvation. God is the one to heal you and restore you. It is poverty not to give to God. Once again, it is poverty not to give to God. For those who give unto God shall be blessed, rich, and wealthy. And whatsoever curse they have on their life, they shall no longer have those curses in their life anymore when you give to God. Those who give unto God, God shall protect them, God shall prosper them, and the blessing of their Father shall be upon their life. Therefore, the conclusion has been made. It is poverty not to give to God. 
one more time. So this may wake you up, wake you guys up to understand what's going on here. It is poverty not to give to God. And I will leave that with you that you may think about it and then expand your thinking on what I've just revealed to you. This is a shocking news to some individual who couldn't see yet. But because I made this recording unto you and you heard me say it, you shall have a mentality shift after, after what you have heard what I said. To close off again, it is poverty not to give to God. You guys have yourself a wonderful day. Shall a man rob me, says the Lord. But you say in what way? In tithe and in offering. Welcome back. This is Israel Cleon Andre McLeod. Welcome back to my podcast. The life that's in your very body, what you cannot see. For God blew into Adam. God blew into Adam. And the flesh that was formed from dust that was not living began to live. God blew into Adam and the life that Adam never had he began to live. The life that's inside the body that you cannot see God blew that into you. If that life is not is not in the body, it cannot live. So God gave life and the flesh came alive. Shall men rob me? But you say in what way? In tithe and in offering. Those who sow sparingly shall reap sparingly. Those who sow bountifully shall reap bountifully. The life that God has given you has given you to make and to do and to choose however, whatever, wherever and what you choose to do with it. God is the one who has given you life. He blew into you and gave you life. And he said you have been given the free will to choose to do whatever you choose to do.
God didn't compel, neither compulse, neither control. You are given a free will to choose to do whatever you choose to do. So I started off the podcast with Malachi chapter 3 verse 8 to 10. And the reason behind me choosing that, there has been many um, um, natural disasters taking place from here and there. And many uh, temple disasters taking place here and there. And many things are, are, are not working in certain places and even in certain relationships and, e- and even in certain families certain businesses and there has been a rise of the Omicron variant as well as the COVID-19 a surge and I started off the podcast with this um, introductory of the word from Malachi chapter 3 verse 8 to 10 to highlight where the problem is. You do not give to God and problems begin to arise. You do not give to God and God curses you. You do not give to God and you have more health problems. You do not give to God and things don't begin to work. You do not give to God and your relationships do not prosper. You do not give to God and everything seems to go bad. You do not give to God and your work relationships do not prosper. You do not give to God and you have several different problems arising. So I started off the podcast to highlight where's the problem. These problems are arising. These curses are arising. These things are arising. It's because of your sowing. God said, as you sow unto him, as you give unto him, he shall rebuke the devourer from you. He shall rebuke the destroyer from you. Now, you don't give to God and obtain a curse. God is not a cursed God. He is a blessed God. You don't sow into a soil that is blessed and reap curse. You sow into a soil that is blessed and you reap blessings. Curses are a result of disobedience, not a result of obedience. Sickness and disease are a result of disobedience, not a result of obedience. You don't get sick when you give to God. 
God doesn't curse your temple when you give to God. When you give to God, He blesses you. So the problem, guys, that we are observing is one thing after the next. And the solution to their problem is their giving. Now, I know many don't want to give at times. However, it's not just giving your income. It's not giving your, 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 um, your stuff. It's actually giving yourself. That's where the problem is. They haven't given themselves. So they choose to go through the process of the problem. Sowing to God reaps blessings and he opens up heaven upon your behalf. Those who are living a closed heaven are not given to God. Those who are living an open heaven, he gives them insight, he gives them sight. He gives them wisdom, knowledge and understanding that they may navigate and be able to see clearly in dark times. And the reason why it's dark is because they forgot their first love. When you remember your first love, it doesn't become dark. The light is restored unto them. So giving to God is where the solution is. When was the last time you give to God? When was the last time you surrender yourself? When was the last time you say thank you God? To fix the problem and to fix what's been going on is their sowing. Shall men rob me, God says. To rob means to withhold. Yet you have robbed me, says the Lord. Alright guys, this is Israel Cleon, Andre McLeod, signing out out of my podcast. You guys have yourself a wonderful day. Welcome back. Uh, my name is Israel Cleon Andre McLeod. Welcome back to my podcast. This is CKMI number one podcast. And today's session will be about um, sowing and reaping. Welcome back. Um, let's start it off. God is not mocked. Whatever you sow, you shall reap it. Once again, God is not mocked. Whatsoever you sow, you shall reap it. They are principles that govern life. According to God's perfect word, that governs life, that frames creation that currently exists and that will exist. God's word is perfect and it's not imperfect. And the perfection of this word has framed creation. And it governs life before it even exists and what exists. Let's move on to the sowing and reaping. 
When you sow into a fertile ground, you reap fertility, you reap growth, you reap prosperity, you reap increase. But if you were to sow into an impoverished ground, you will reap poverty. Yet you are given onto the ground for it to be successful. But if you sow into the ground that's impoverished, you become what you sow into. Yet your giving is not in vain. However, it's important to sow into the right soil. If you were to put an incorruptible seed inside a soil, that is no good. That same incorruptible seed would blossom the soil. But if you were to put a corrupted seed inside of a soil, that is no good. Then that same seed will be no good. If you were to put a corrupted seed inside of a soil, that is good. The soil that is good will cause the corrupted seed to even blossom. If you were to put the incorruptible seed in a soul that is good, it will blossom. These are principles of sowing and reaping. If you sow into prosperity, you will reap prosperity. If you sow into righteousness, you shall reap righteousness and favor back unto you. Give, then it shall be given unto you. I will say it again. Give and it shall be given unto you. God says to show me now your faith and I shall give unto you. What are you giving to God that he may perform a miracle sign and wonder? To give unto God is to say, hey, here is my faith. God is not pleased with anything but your faith. Now, I may sound a little bit harsh there, but I'm revealing something to you that you must understand. Faith is what pleases God. It's impossible to please God without faith. So your faith is what you are giving to Him. What are you using to express your faith in God by giving unto Him? And because you have expressed your faith in what you give to God, God can now move his hand and perform a miracle sign and wonder. So let's get back in course. Sowing and reaping. God is not mocked. Whatsoever you sow, you shall reap it. Be careful what you are sowing into, because what you sow into is what you're going to reap from. Alright, this is Izzo Cleon, Andre McLeod, signing out in CKMI podcast number one. You guys have yourself a wonderful day. Welcome back. What does it mean to love? What does it mean to L-O-V-E? love 
Welcome back to my podcast. God is love. God is love. God is light. God is defined as unconditional agape love, which is also light. Um, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whomsoever believed in him shall not perish but shall obtain eternal life so let's stop for a second for God so loved the world so to love means to give that he gave When you love, you give. When you don't love, you do not give. Give and it shall be given back unto you. So the definition of love is to give. To share. to have relationship with to be open because the enemy saw who God loved so much he became jealous of whom God has loved I will say it again because the enemy saw whom God loves so much he became jealous of whom God loves so much Remember that Satan wanted to exalt himself above God and wanted the throne of God for himself. And because he saw who God loved so much, he became jealous of whom God has loved. and then he began to wreck the life of those whom God has loved let's give you an understanding of what's going on in life guys to love means to give to love means to share now if you want the actual definition love is kind it's not boastful it's not puffed up it does not envy love does not envy love is pure love will never fail if you take the love away it will fail what binds and bonds a relationship is love 
What causes a relationship to be sustained is love. What causes a relationship to grow is love. You take the love away, it will fail so quick. To have intimacy with the Lord is to be in love. Not to have intimacy is not to have love. If the Lord were to say, I don't know your name, it means you have no relationship with him. There is no love there. It's a terrible thing when the Lord does not know your own name. Could you imagine coming at the gates and the Lord was to look at you and say, I don't know you and you cannot even enter. How would you feel? To love means to give. To love means to share. To love means not to envy. Because it does not envy. Alright guys, you have yourself a wonderful day. This is Cecil Kleon, I'm Jimmy Clark, signing out. Welcome back. Welcome back to CKMI number one podcast. Um, let's turn to the book of Galatians chapter 5. Verse, um, verse, verse 18. And I'm going to read this on to you. And then we're going to go down to verse 22. Um... And it reads, says, if you are led by the Spirit, you are no, not under the law. Once again, if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Um, verse 22 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. Now, I, the reason why we, I open up this, um, this podcast for CKMI number one with these two opening scriptures is to identify the time and what we are in. And what we are to live under. Because of the blood of Christ. You are no longer under law. But under grace. We know that. However I wanted to point out something here. The spirit of God is no respecter of person. Except for the one who is upon the throne. Whom is. Whom is Christ himself. Yes. Now, verse, verse, um, verse uh, 18 says, If you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. And if you were to read in the book of Acts or so, where it says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God, 
is called sons and daughters. True sonship, true daughterships are in the leadership of the Spirit of God, which is your husband, the Holy Spirit, as you allow the Spirit to use you. And the fruit of which that comes from this leadership is the fruit of the Spirit that I have just explained unto you. Therefore, you are under grace and you are operating in the grace of God and the Lord does not apply to you anymore because you submit yourself under the leadership of the Spirit of God where the Spirit of God husbands you and gives to you the fruit of the Spirit. That's how you know when people are operating under the influence of the Spirit of God. When the fruit of the Spirit manifests themselves through the characteristics of the person Wherefore, they are no longer, no longer under, under the law. It's by grace now. Those who operate in such manner will walk in the fullness of God by His grace. I know you have heard this over and over again. We live by the grace of God. Yes, this is true. We live by the grace and mercy of God. If there is no grace, there is no assistance. If there is no grace... If there is no grace, there is no assistance. If there is no grace, there is no favor. If there is no grace, there is no um, help. Grace is help unto you. My grace is sufficient for you in times of what? Weakness. Therefore, the grace of God is for those who are humble. God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Those who are humble will walk in honor, will walk in um, grace more than those who are not. This is why he resists the proud. To continue, those who are led by the Spirit of God is under grace. The Spirit provides grace. So it teaches you how to operate in grace and to stay in grace, under grace. Those who are still under the law is not operating by the Spirit of God. So the fruit of the Spirit is not being manifested in the characteristics of those who are, to, who are, who are um, operating under law. Are you guys getting it? So when the Spirit of God steps in, the grace of God steps in. To, simpl to simplify this whole thing, if some of you guys are taken away of what I'm saying here. To simplify this whole thing, when the Spirit of God steps into your life, grace steps in, assistance steps in. Your suffering or whatever it is that's been going on, it comes to an end. As you yield yourself under the leadership of the Spirit of God, wherefore bad news begin to be eradicated from the life of the person. Not only the life of the person, but those who are being affected by that person, even based upon the influence of that person. I just had to explain this to, for some of the, my individuals who needed to know what is grace and who, what are we under. So I had to clarify this to make sure they understand what's going on here. Grace is God assisting you in your time of need or whatever you're needing. And because... Where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. Grace steps in where sin abounds. To assist you not to suffer in your sin anymore.
the message of I came, of the apostleship of I came, is now the message of grace unto you. And the reason why I had to explain this is to reveal that the next message, which is of the apostleship of I came, is grace unto you. Now let's recap once again, what is grace? Grace is God unmerited favor and assistant where you don't have to qualify for it. You don't have to be certified or qualified for it. Therefore, God's grace is sufficient for you. Where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. The message of ICAM is grace unto you. It's the message of grace unto you. And what I've revealed through um, the opening scripture, whereas those who are led by the Spirit of God is no longer under the law. They're under grace now. The Spirit of God is grace unto you, assisting you. And those who have the Spirit of God will have the fruit of the Spirit being imparted unto them. Alright guys, I'm not going to keep you there too long. You guys have yourself a wonderful day. Signing out from CKMI One Podcast. Bye now. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. This is Izzo Cleon on German Club. Thank you guys for um, being with me in my podcast. Uh, thank you for um, your love and your support. If you would like to show some love and support uh, to hear some more of this great podcast, teaching you can donate to paypal.me forward slash kingdom ministry int uh, paypal.me the reign of cleon cash dot me uh, the reign of cleon and cash dot me is cleon mcleod you can also um, meet me at venmo that's also another um, outlet that you can uh, show your love and your support for this new brand spanking new beginning that has become um, a new foundation in this uh, in this earth. Thank you for in advance for your love and your support, and I bless you in advance. You have yourself a wonderful day.